Marcus Luttrell was shot multiple times in Afghanistan and 19 men died trying to rescue him. CNN asked him about such a senseless loss of lives. He immediately bristled at the senseless comment. These lives were not given senselessly. They represent that we recognize the deep treasure that is called liberty. These men didn't just die to save Marcus. And they gave their lives to not only save the freedom of men, they died to entrench deeply in the hearts of Americans that freedom is worth fighting to the death for. However, what happened on that mountain in a horrendous display of warfare and amazing dedication is but a faint image of the nobility of every Christian who has stood up for his faith to establish the freedom of the gospel. There is a crime far worse than murder. Everyone will die someday, but the second death in eternity is a fate far worse than leaving this world. To be an accomplice to such a crime will bring every word and every intention of the heart before the just judge of heaven and earth. We are living in a day when the weapons of faith, holiness, and love must be embraced in defense of eternal liberty. We will pay the price of being ostracized from family, neighbors, friends, co-workers, and even some Christians when we take the stand that must be taken in America. We may not have riots, the threat of violence, or many of the severe consequences of business losses in our town, but we do have a crime being committed in every home in America. You see, there is a crime that is worse than murder. It's the crime of encouraging people to commit the kinds of sin that will send a soul into eternity without Jesus as their Lord and Savior. What do you mean every home, Pastor? Well, it's on every television set and filling the Internet. It is the crime of standing back and watching our young people be brutalized and sexually abused in the bathrooms and locker rooms of our schools because of the so-called rights of some being exalted above the rights of the majority of us to protect our children from this gross immorality of being sexually exposed to the opposite sex. We've forgotten completely the Ninth Amendment that does not allow the creation of rights that takes away the rights of others. But even more than that, we've forgotten the rights of humanity to protect ourselves, our children, and our neighbor from the atrocity of hell itself. When we didn't pull our kids out of school when prayer, the Ten Commandments, and the right to talk openly about Jesus were taken away, we may have made a huge mistake. What do we think would happen? Schools and the federal government wouldn't stop there once they realized that we would bow like sheep to the slaughter. Now that the Democratic Party has fully exposed a godless agenda and Satan has drawn a line in the cement with the souls of men, we know that what we are fighting has come into full view. As a politician, you simply cannot be a Christian and vote in the chambers of Congress or on the executive desk to allow the homosexual agenda to stamp out the rights of the rest of society. It is extremely offensive to a Bible-practicing Christian to see the gay pride flag flown, the slaughter of the unborn being funded by their tax dollars, and so, so much more. It is eternally deadly to promote sin while denying the Christian right to proclaim his belief. Homosexuality and abortion are sins 
and it is not hate speech to say so. It's time to stop tiptoeing around the truth and become complicit in a crime worse than murder. Neither the Supreme Court, the President of the United States, nor Congress need grant us permission to proclaim what our Creator, Lord, and Savior have called us to preach. There will be consequences from the world, but God never said, preach the gospel to all the world unless there are negative consequences. The millions of Christians who have been martyred for their faith knew better. They'd rather give their lives than be silent and guilty of the eternal souls that stand in the balance. God told Ezekiel, I will require their blood at your hand if you don't tell them the truth. Because we have listened to Congress more than we've listened to the gospel, God has allowed what we're seeing today. He is bringing this nation to a place where we will have no choice but to either call out to him or fully turn our backs on him. Throughout 1,600 years of biblical history, it has been clear that God will eventually remove the things of this world that men trust in more than him until we realize that only faith in him will save us. And the suffering that his saints have gone through have become a witness and a testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ whose persecution will be vindicated when God finally judges the world and shows his justice. On that day will all things be set straight, and the saints will be avenged. God brought Israel from Egypt and into the wilderness to learn to trust him only before he could give to them the promised land. He often allowed Israel's enemies to pin them in until they cried out to him. It happened over and over again in their history, as the book of Judges shows. It is outlined in the 107th Psalm, and it is recorded of the king of Babylon, who wandered in the hills as a crazy man until he acknowledged that the Lord God reigns sovereign over the nations of the world. Even the apostle Paul was greatly hemmed in, so that he never exalt himself in his great knowledge of Christ. When the bakery refused to make a wedding cake for two homosexuals, the country watched to see what the government would do and who would prevail. To this day, this bakery struggles because of their persecution for standing up for their faith. It's a picture for all the world of how our nation's courts will attempt to shut down the freedom of speech and religion when the Bible confronts the immorality of the nation. All this will bring us face to face with who we really trust, Will we obey God when it doesn't cost us something? Or will we obey Him no matter what? Only one faith is valid. Our Father in heaven has sent us into the world to tell people for Him that He loves them and wants to keep them from hell. He will save them, but they need to be warned and also deeply encouraged that Jesus will forgive them of all their sins and He will be all that they need to live in peace purpose, and happiness. Oftentimes, our problem with sharing Christ is that we know we will often lose any argument that it starts, that people will not accept our testimony, and that we will not win. But we're not called to win an argument, to be agreed with, or to feel like we must win someone for Christ. Jesus said, go and tell them. Leave the rest to him. We've often felt, what's the use? No one listens. No one believes anymore. But he never said to go if they listen, go if they want to hear, or go only if they believe. Unbelievers got Jesus killed. Unbelievers didn't listen by the thousands, but that's God's business. He knows what he's doing. 
I have to admit with great regret that there have been too many times that I have been silent when I should have said something. I could have been more faithful. I've spoken in many public places where they haven't listened. I've thought, what's the use? They didn't listen. But how do I know? Is it because I didn't get the results I wanted when I wanted them? I've made the mistake of inserting my own expectations into obeying God. When I did that, I set the stage for obeying me instead of obeying Him. My heart said, This didn't happen, so I must have missed God, or I must have said the wrong thing. Almost everyone in America knows someone who either is a homosexual or is sympathetic to their so-called right to live that lifestyle and still expect to go to heaven. We have set ourselves up to obey our families, obey our neighbors, and obey the government, and it's okay for us to obey God, but only if they all agree with God, too. Listen, the nation has become complicit in a crime far more serious than murder. Those who are promoting any sinful lifestyle are hardening the hearts of a nation against God's Word with eternal consequences. Now, I want you to understand that God understands your fears and mine, and that this message is not intended to make you feel guilty, but to encourage those of you who know better that you can walk in the courage of the Spirit of God with all boldness. Don't go out and argue or try to offend or be insensitive to the feelings of others, but understand that the mission of Life Journeys is to make sense out of the hard times in life, and America is in for some hard times because of this great spiritual conflict that we are in. And his solution is to simply trust God and obey him. Don't go out mad at the sinful or come across as self-righteous. Go out when you can love them more than you hate the sin. Go out with a heart filled with God. We are coming close to putting the Bible on trial in America. When we simply say what it says, the cancel culture will try hard to hit the delete button on the Word of God. But the Word of God is powerful. By it, the world was created. We need not defend it, but rather just use it, and God will take care of the rest.